It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast. Thank you. Um, We're so happy to have you on. Um, And I guess we're just going to start with who you are. Tell us all about who Astoria is, what your business is, and what you do. Sure. So my name is Astoria Smith. I am a certified brow, waxing, makeup artist, um, and nail technician, and I own a space called Lacquered Lounge. So it is all about uh, green beauty, wellness, um, and it's located in St. George's, and I'm celebrating three years this year. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you start off um, in beauty before you decided to start your own business, or did you go into beauty knowing that you wanted a beauty business? So I, this is a bit of a second career for me. So um, I have a honors business degree. Mm -hmm. um, And so I worked in hospitality and sales and then in some financial institutions on the island. I never really felt like I loved it. Like Mm -hmm. I never felt fulfilled. I always sort of was probably critical of how other people were doing things. And so I I figured that I wanted to do something for myself. And I really come from... A line of entrepreneurs yeah. um, in my family. Historically, my dad is a taxi driver. My grandmother and my grandfather owned several restaurants. So okay. um, I was sort of raised in that mindset. And so after a while, I just figured, like, okay, I need to do something for myself. Right. And I always loved makeup. Um, so I started to look into courses that were around makeup okay. um, and then nails and then sort of branched out from there. Awesome. So how are you finding the beauty industry in Bermuda? Is it uh, lucrative? Is it a good uh, industry to be in or does it have its challenges? I think every industry is going to have its challenges. I think in Bermuda, um, it's really unique in that you don't really have to convince people to take care Mm. of themselves. I think in other spaces where maybe there are lower incomes or there are other priorities, like people don't spend as much, whereas in Bermuda, I think we take really good care of ourselves. So um, it's been sort of an easy sell, and especially with... um, the non-toxic products and the um, eco-friendly aspect that I have to my business. People have been really receptive. So just noting off of that, uh, is that what sets Lacquered Lounge um, apart from other um, beauty industries? And like, why did you decide to go that route? Yeah, I think uh, I set it up to be a green space. Mm -hmm. I definitely wanted to open that up. Um, it's pretty unique in Bermuda and was especially when I opened in 2020. Um, I really started it because I started in mobile services. Okay. And so I was coming into contact with women who were breastfeeding, women who had suffered with cancers, mm. strokes, women who were on medication, mm. who couldn't leave their houses or didn't want to leave their houses, didn't want to be exposed to either additional bacteria or the traditional sort of products that um, salons use yeah. that can be connected to cancers and other yeah. um other diseases or 
issues. And so when I started to come into contact with those women, um, I decided to look into it. So I started with nail polish and sort of found a non-toxic better option for nail polish. And then once I jumped on nail polish, it was sort of a rabbit hole where I was looking for different options for everything. And then that's when I sort of decided, okay, I think I can open a space that's specifically um, geared towards giving a non-toxic option for beauty. Because there is... What I love about it, I think, is that there's people who are interested in it, and there's also an opportunity for us to learn and for me to teach and give people information. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say is just that, like, usually when, like, for me, someone who has absolutely no idea about the industry at all, like, when I think of nail polish the toxic and everything else in it doesn't come like straight to mind Mm -hmm. right so it's such an opportunity um that you have to be teaching people like hey you should think about like what's in your makeup Mm -hmm. because it does go on your your skin and um people do have different um allergies and all of that sort of stuff so like are you finding that education is a big portion of running your business yeah Yeah. I think it's it can be a double-edged sword and that Mm. some people like you said are not thinking about it but then that also gives me the opportunity to be the forefronter to be the person who they hear it from first and to educate I think especially I mean just categorically um I think white women are more, they do wellness better. I think there's a focus there on health and wellness, and they are a little bit more, not receptive, but a little bit more. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're more aware. And I think black women, especially because we use so much beauty, like Mm. we spend up to nine times more on beauty products. Yeah. Um, it's such a huge opportunity for me to connect with people and to really give them the information, especially mm-hmm. in Bermuda where yeah. our population, there is so many black women, right? There's, yeah. and you know, there's more information about what can be causing cancers and mm. even hair products, different things. So yeah, there's a huge opportunity there. I, d- I didn't actually know that um, black women use like the percentage is so much higher. Yeah. Wasn't aware of that. That's pretty <laughs> good. But that means that that's lots of opportunity for mm-hmm. you on the island, at mm-hmm. least. Okay. Well, I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, so you are part of BDC's um, Enterprise Bermuda program. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to just find out from you how has your experience been in it and what do you hope to gain from being in the program? Okay, Um, so I think that my main, what I'm taking out of it, it's been six months, so what I'm I'm taking out of it is that I'm doing a great job. Yes. I think um, (laughs) you take for granted, especially for myself, I work by myself, Mm. um, and so I really don't have anything to anyone to bounce ideas off of or yeah. compare it to and so it's really easy to be hard on yourself when it's yeah. just you yeah it is um and so when I got into the program and then they were discussing sort of concepts and things that I was like oh I use that and I don't necessarily have a name for it but like okay I'm already doing that yeah. okay oh okay I already have a marketing plan okay like it it was it's affirming right to mm. just be like okay I'm, I'm already doing that as yes. things because I think as an entrepreneur you can sort of always feel like oh I'm so far behind or oh I'm not doing it right yeah um so I think that's my main takeaway from it is like okay I'm 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 doing good like I'm I'm okay I'm not doing everything wrong sometimes you can definitely feel that yeah (laughs) you can definitely feel super lonely as an entrepreneur and like you said like 
the world is ending because <laughs> you're all by yourself and this is so hard. So definitely the camaraderie that comes with being in the program is great. Um, I know that over the Christmas holiday, um, we sponsored you guys to do a pop-up in Washington Mall. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it went for you? Sure. So um, that was a super interesting um process. I've never done a pop-up, so I was mm. definitely messaging the poor ladies that were, they're like season. They're like, I'm doing the thousand pop-ups mm. this like season. Yeah. What's wrong with this girl? I'm like, do I need a table? Do I need a car? Do I need this? Do I need that? What do I do? I'm on Pinterest. I was on YouTube like yeah. trying to look. Um, it was interesting. I think mm -hmm. um, you assume, especially because I'm in St. George's, that being in town would have a bigger impact. Mm. Um, I think if I did it again, I would do it differently. So I think, yeah, there's, I think I took for granted again that people will travel to St. George's. And I knew that, but then that was really, it confirmed like, especially mm. at Christmas, people yeah. are gonna come to St. Yeah. George's and I think I, um, yeah, I just didn't appreciate I was like, oh, I'm going to be in town. Like, I'm going to make a million dollars. And I think I didn't even break even, okay. which is okay. Because yeah. then I was like, okay, it's well, a learning I experience. actually, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually can make more yeah. in St. George's if I focus and if I, because I think the challenge was that I am only one person. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and so I was splitting my energy. And I think if I, yeah, so you focused, still had the store um, yeah, in open St. in St. George's. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely hard. Yeah, so I think if I did it, I would do it maybe in a different season, one that's slower in St. George's. Okay. Um, and or I would set it up a bit differently so that mm -hmm. I wasn't sort of splitting my time because yeah. I think as I move further in my business, I realize how important and how valuable my time is. Yeah. And so if I'm using it up or if I feel exhausted, then I don't really have the energy to like Keep cre yeah, yeah. create reels or do send marketing emails yes. or whatever. Like it's all coming from me. So yeah. Yeah, that was, I think, my main takeaway from it, which okay. good to know. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, you You don't know until you actually try and you mm -hmm. do it, right? So any sort of outcome is going to be helpful in mm -hmm. one way or the other. Yeah, for sure. So what are your um, ultimate business goals for Lacquered Lounge? Where are you aiming to be within, like, the next five years, say? So I would love to open up a bigger space. Okay. Um, I really love St. George's. I want to stay in that area. So I would want to um, employ some additional people. Mm. And as I'm sort of planning forward, I would really like to create a space where people can grow. I think okay. that's a big challenge, not only in Bermuda, but in the spa industry. So it's, when you say people can grow, like training your staff? Yeah. Okay. So I would like someone to start like, okay, you start at reception and then okay. like two or three years later, you're be, you'll be trained to be a full-time beauty therapist yeah. and then two or three years later like you can move into marketing or you can become a supervisor or okay. so I think that's something that's really missing in um, mm. the beauty therapy industry yeah. because people sort of get trapped and then people get burnt out um, okay. and so I want to create a space where people can grow mm -hmm. and um, elevate and and be happy I think yeah. I've worked a lot of jobs where people weren't happy where yeah. I wasn't happy yeah. so I'd like to create a space where people can can grow and be happy and that only relates and translates into good service for the customers too yeah absolutely mm -hmm. um so at lacquered lounge now for those people that 
don't know or have never been down mm-hmm. to St. George's to see you, like what type of services do you offer? So I do full body waxing, brows, um, facials, makeup application, manicures, pedicures. I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. And so yours is all non-toxic, eco-friendly. So can you explain, like, what is the difference between, like, your facial, um, like, an eco-friendly facial and, like, a normal facial? Not normal, but a mm-hmm. regular what's the word I'm looking for? A standard (laughs) one. Traditional, yeah, yeah, that you would find in other um, spas or places like that. Yeah, I think for my space and my business, Mm -hmm. what I've done is taken into consideration all angles of um, Mm -hmm. being non-toxic and Mm eco-friendly. So, for example, um, the water heater that I have that's going to heat up your water for your facial is electric. So it's going to use less water. It's going to use less electricity to get warmer. So you're going to start from there. Okay. So your Your, operations are also eco-friendly. Very nice. Okay, cool. Yep. Your consultation form is um, not paper. It's electric. So again, saving paper. Um, When you come in, then I'm selecting from a product line that is... eco-friendly it's in glass bottles Mm. um i order from a lot of smaller businesses which means that they can take the opportunity to do plastic free shipping yeah um and also do smaller batches less waste um and then select products and ingredients that are going to be better for you um that are going to be non-toxic whereas i think larger businesses tend to um cut corners or Mm. create products that are cheaper so that they can sell to larger audiences yeah so it's really um an all-around experience where i've taken sort of everything into consideration okay um even the trash bags that i use are biodegradable so nice i like that so it's not (laughs) just things that are good for your skin or better for your skin it's really holistically like everything Mm -hmm. that goes into your business yeah which is great um and it does it trickles down like you don't think that like just one person using a different type of trash bag is going to make a difference but it does yeah yeah it does for sure (laughs) so in your three years of owning and running lacquered lounge what is like the most important um piece of information that you think you've learned thus far um i think the most important is especially as a solo entrepreneur, um, but I think this relates to sort of anyone, is making sure that you take breaks. Mm. I think because I do everything, because I'm doing my accounting and my marketing and also the services, and I'm also trying to do research and development and do, it's so easy to get burnt out. And then I feel like I take it out on the clients, like Mm. I'm just not as welcoming or kind or as I wanna be. Even if they don't notice, in my mind I'm like, Oh, yeah, I wasn't nice. <laughs> um, and then also, like, your body is going to take a break if you don't take it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then it has an impact. Anyways, you might as well plan, like, your breaks. And then you can come back more refreshed and more creative and yeah. more responsive and kinder to yourself, to the business, and to the customers. So yeah. I think that's been a sort of hard lesson to learn because I think especially as you jump in mm-hmm. um, those first couple of years, I think I was in my hustle mindset. So I'm like, okay, I'll work my days off. You want to come in? at 9 a.m. and I'm working until 8, like, come in at 9 a.m., I'll work until 8, do you want to come after 8, I'll be there, do you want, like, you've got to set boundaries, yeah, Yeah. it's so important, because the only person that suffers is 
me. <laughs> yeah. And then ultimately your business. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really important. And especially important to acknowledge is that we can't do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like on that note, what is your opinion about um, competition versus collaboration? Because we can't do everything ourselves. So sometimes we do have to collaborate or we mm-hmm. do have to find outside help. Um, so how do you feel about that in the sense of just being the entrepreneur and being the business owner, but then also from the business perspective of um, you are worried about competition Mm. or embracing collaboration. What do you think? I probably have a more unique aspect about competition in that, like, not to say I don't have competition, but Mm -hmm. it's not something that sits sort of at the forefront of my mind. You want to sort of be aware of your competition, but I think there's enough money, there's enough resources, there's... and. Not everyone is your clientele, which is yep. a huge lesson that you have to learn. Yeah. It's massive. Like you, yeah. um, it's okay if yeah. people are not shopping with you. If they're not spending, they may not be in your <laughs> in your your target market. Yeah. So, um, I think everyone has their space, mm. um, and I think people find that a little bit more difficult to digest, especially in such a small market as Bermuda. But the money is out there, and mm. the people are out there, and the person that you're looking for, the clients that you're looking for are out yeah. there. So I'd much rather work with people. And I also think, like, if you look at sort of business research, um, I know there's one study where if they're, like, it was a shoe store, I think. So if there's one shoe store, then people will spend money. But if there's two shoe stores, then people will spend more money because there's more business around. Okay. And so people are more likely to do shopping around and come okay. and visit that space. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, the more... I'm not adverse. I'd rather work with people. I'd rather... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you can't serve everyone, right? Like, yeah. And so... If there are other people who are doing stuff that's similar, then it doesn't take away. It actually adds to the space. It adds to, especially in St. George's, where people can kind of think it's dead. Like, I love Mm. to work with the other businesses in St. George's because people are going to come and spend money if there are more active. More things to do, right? exactly. Like, if you go and you spend an afternoon in St. George's, Mm -hmm. you do want just, like, multiple places. Like, I might come get a pedicure and then go grab a coffee. Yeah. Like, you know? So it's definitely good to work with other businesses. For sure. Um, There's things that you can learn even from businesses that aren't in your industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's always good to do that. So we don't have too much time left, um, but I do want to... To talk about you as a female entrepreneur um, and just sort of doing that in Bermuda and in an industry where it is heavily female dominated, mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, how has that been for you? And do you think that it's important for um, female entrepreneurs to have support and like your own ecosystem? Hmm. <clears throat> I would say. I think my experience has been that no matter the industry, a lot of entrepreneurs are women. I don't see... Mm. <clears throat> even in Bermuda, in, yeah. it's, it's different in Bermuda. <laughs> yeah, I think if I think even like of the courses that I've taken or um, different meetups, it's mostly been women. Yeah. Um, and I think it can be difficult. Like, I went to BHS, so okay. I think... Um, you know, I'm very well versed in that sort of competitive yeah. <laughs> sort of space. Um, not that I lean towards it, but I think it can be difficult to work with women, but only if the other women 
are in sort of a lack mindset. I think mm. if everyone is in that collaborative mindset then it works really well because you can bounce ideas off of each mm. other you can create sort of synergy mm-hmm. um and then everyone's better for it whereas mm-hmm. if someone's working sort of in the like i don't have so i don't want to give yeah. then that is where it creates a problem and that can be male or female so yeah, <laughs> yeah. bermuda is an interesting one where we do actually have quite a few female business mm-hmm. owners Um, whereas if you go outside of our shores, that drastically changes, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But I think it's unique in that there is like an ecosystem of female entrepreneurs that do support each other, that do help each other, and that's always important, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, So before we go, I just want to, if there's anything that you could say to your younger self, like three years ago before you even started Lacquered Lounge, what are some tips and advice that you would give younger Astoria? Hmm. I would tell her, doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't have to all happen at once in order to be successful. Hmm. Um, and that I am, I add value. I think it's easy for, for entrepreneurs to get so bogged down in the product or the service Mm -hmm. and devalue what they're bringing to the table, whether it's skills or their personality or their lens, which everyone has such a unique and beautiful way to execute an idea. I think it's so easy to devalue that. Yeah. Um, And it's really what makes your business unique and beautiful and what attracts people to it, right? So I think I would definitely tell myself to not undervalue that. Yeah, well said. (laughs) Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us on Mind Your Business. And I wish you all the best in your third year for Lacquered Lounge. Thanks Thanks for having me. Yes, (laughs) and definitely go and visit her in St. George's. What are your opening hours? So I am open weekdays, 11 a.m. to 8 Mm p.m. And then Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 5. Awesome. And can they book online? They sure can, yeah. So you can book online at www.lacquered.com. Um, sorry, lifestylebylacquer.com. And you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Definitely go find her, book your facials, book your pedicures, Mm -hmm. and enjoy the whole lacquered lounge experience. Yeah, come on down. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. See you later. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.